The city of Artisport holds many wonders and curiosities, none more unique and enticing than the Hall of Souls, an attraction of sorts much like a museum, but dark and dangerous. With the origins of the museum shrouded in mystery, it has been a long time since anyone asked why instead of why not. For people love a good scary story, and the Hall of Souls is a repository of fear and horror. Indeed, few are able to complete a tour of the building, and few have the constitution nor the will. The hall is filled with the souls of those who have committed the most heinous crimes, despicable, demented, and unspeakable acts that can come only from broken minds. Each exhibit and room is a shrine to the crime and haunted by the trapped souls of those who commit such atrocities. An eternal punishment as they are forced to retell the tales to those stalwart enough to listen. But rumors abound that the hall is now closed and something is amiss. A call for specialists has gone out, but who would answer? Who would be brave enough or crazy enough to enter the Hall of Souls under unknown circumstances? Will you answer the call? Do you dare? Six figures stand in front of a large, polished stone building. The first is a tall, regal-looking fellow who stands out with highly polished silver and blue full-plate armor and a large ornate sword strapped to his side. His embroidered cape bears two obvious symbols. One identifies him as a champion of Theed, the god of holy light. The other shows his rank as an inquisitor for the city of Artisport. One of the few who makes his rank obvious, the Inquisitors are detectives and investigators with broad powers bestowed upon them by the courts. Sir Quincy is well known and dangerous. He is called the only honest resident of Artisport with a nose for the truth, and well, that frightens most everyone else. Recently the Hall of Souls has been closed and a call went out for specialists. The other four figures before you are those specialists. So tell me who answers the call. The name's Constance, Dr. Constance von Elson. He stands about five, six, and two inch heels, short red hair, about to his neck, combed off to one side and pinned. He wears a trench coat, which was probably once a burgundy color, now the edges of it stained in blood. He carries himself like he's familiar with the field, but he doesn't seem like he prefers being here. A large book is strapped to his waist, held up and secured by loose, small chains. On his other side rests a throwing chakram, which he, with which he often fiddles and seems to prefer having in his hand, but regrets that it is better to keep it on his hip. Standing in front of the entrance is a a tall half-orc. He, he wears armor that's uh, dented and battle-scarred, and he's got a uh, rather sinister-looking warhammer in one hand. He glances around warily and, and occasionally jerks his head left and right, uh, almost as though he's uh, 
he's hearing something that um, no one else appears to notice. Uh, he goes by the name of Zadikiel, uh, and uh, he's uh, waiting to learn more about what's going on inside the famous museum. Standing next to Dr. Constant will be a about 5'10 build looking guy who's about a moderate size. He's wearing a long, full black cloak that covers most of his body, but during his movement, he appears not to be hiding the studded leather armor that he's wearing underneath, nor is he really trying to hide the trident that he is carrying around with him. He appears to be standing next to Dr. Constant and exchanging notes with him and glancing over their different items and baubles that the two of them appear to have shared. A little off towards the back of the group, you see about... 5'6 elf with shoulder-length blonde hair, wide-eyed, frizzy-haired, not really permanently stressed-out look, black bags under her eyes, looking around, confused. You kind of see in her eyes that she doesn't quite know what's going on, but is also trying to subtly hide, like, yes, this Sure, we're this is this is where we are. This is where we're going to be. This is this is okay. This is right. We're we're going to be here. So the four of you notice the gaze of Sir Quincy as he takes a moment to check you all out. It's that gaze that only a lawful good champion can give somebody else, and he seems to be somewhere between irritated and even disgusted at your presence, but unwilling to muster anything other than the graciousness of his heart. Thank you for coming, and for your discretion. I I won't waste your time. About a month ago, a body was found inside. Tortured, dismembered, found pieces of the poor fool all throughout the hall. That's supposed to not be able to happen. And I have a museum full of murderous and lying spirits as witnesses. (laughs) Makes it hard to sniff out a lie when everything is a lie. That and I, I, I typically deal with the living. I'll deal with spirits whenever Theed sees fit for me to move on. Now, this over here is Professor Corbett. He studied some creepy shit over at Oxenbrook and got himself hired as a curator. Some of the local churches pay his salary and, well, yours too since you showed up. He'll tell you how this damn place works and I'll be back for supper to check in on the investigation. Uh, remember, you port everything you find and suspect to me. And with that, the dashing inquisitor spins and strides away with uh, a purposeful movement. Worshipper Thede, huh? He glances around at his companions. That's a, that's a good god. He's he's not afraid to mix it up. So Professor Corbett is standing amongst you. He wears a, a basic scholar's robes and honestly looks like a stereotypical scholar. He's still fairly young, um, but you know has enough of a demeanor about him that he's clearly been in the field for a little while. And yes, yeah, so, um, shall we just go in? Yeah, I mean we we can, but. Uh you going to be able to tell us a little bit about how this place works? I mean, I've heard of it, but I've never visited. Sure, sure, sure. Let's just step inside and get off the street. And uh, the, the, the just an entryway in the beginning anyway. We'll just step inside. Sure, Follow why inside. not? Yeah. A yeah. large set of double doors lead into the museum. The foyer is a decent-sized open room, and the walls are filled with signs and writings of uh, just anything you can imagine. There are two double doors leading out from this room. Uh, one set is marked an entrance, and the other set is clearly marked as an exit that seems to open from the other side. Like I said, there's writings all over the room. It's just full of cryptic sayings and ominous portents in many different languages. You know, it gives off a very uh, 
feeling of serene evil is the best way to describe this room. So as you step in, the exit doors close behind you. So once you're inside, Professor Corbett continues on. Well, it, 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 it really, it's quite simple. Uh, this place is some sort of a artifact. Unknown construction has been here forever. It's quite the mystery, really. Uh, the leading theory it, it's that it is made by some now dead god. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, which one? Now, there's that's a topic of debate, especially in a lot of the academic circles. Maybe you, you guys might know. I don't know. Um, you know, it's kind of a, it's 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 a living crystal of sorts, like the the stone on the outside, like but the crystals everywhere. It, it the walls are just full of it, but really it's a prison. Uh, new crystals are grown. You can capture spirits in those crystals or souls, depending on how you want to look at it. Uh, there's hundreds here, but uh, some of them are quite ancient. The church, however, they they continue to use it for for new confinements. That's that's the word they use. Okay, the the. Uh, the, the the layout itself is simple. You guys, the entrance is through there. There's 12 rooms. Eight of them are exhibits. Each of them, you give them a crystal that can be used to release a spirit into that room. That's how it becomes an exhibit. Uh, it also kind of reshapes the room. It's a conjuration effect of sorts. As the spirit enters the room, it fills with whatever torment they had in life. It's what they get in the afterlife. Eh. However, the the power of this place prevents physical contact. They can't they can't touch it. They can say whatever they want. They can show you whatever they want. They can be as mean as they want, but they can't actually harm you. That's the that's the secret. That's the trick. They can huff and they can puff, but they really can't do anything else. So I guess once you realize that, it's all not, not all that scary. But eh, you know, people don't realize that. So once a month, I come in. I change out the exhibit crystals. New horrible things in each room, and people come and try to test their tolerance for fear. And you know, each room leads to another. So there's really only one path through. There's no other way. Just yeah, you end up over here on the other side of this door, and you you come out and you leave here. That's that's kind of it. Since the incident, we left those crystals in place, so they're they're still here. They're I guess witnesses. Uh, I I do have everything set to green though. Set to green? Uh oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, you see the there's the master control for the artifact. Uh, we'll, we'll I'll show you that when we when we get there. Um, all crystals and stuff. I'll, and I'll show you. So if you put the green crystal in, it's like a, a sedative for these guys. Like it, you know, they're there, they can talk, but it, like it chills them out. You know, they're calm. The, there's a violet crystal uh, that just completely puts them to sleep. And what you do when you want to swap out crystals, it just makes the whole thing a, a lot easier. Uh, yellow crystal wakes them up, lets them be their normal nasty selves. That's where we usually leave it. Uh, the orange crystal actually causes them a bit of pain, makes them kind of cranky. Uh, it's not something we advertise, but uh, hey, you know, there's been a few um, large donations given to the church, and they'll throw the orange crystal in for somebody if they're, you know, willing to do for the good of church and all that or whatever. So, uh, uh, you guys got any questions? Well, yeah, actually. Uh, so, so this place is loaded with crystals that contain souls, is what you're saying. Mm, yep, pretty much. And you can put them on display with uh, in these various rooms. Eight at a time, yep. That's the most horrible thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah, you get used to it after a while. I've been here a few years now. It it, it, it was difficult at first, but now, you know, just, just a job. I, I mean, it, you may get used to it, but it doesn't mean it's not awful. What about uh, the ancient souls that were here? C can they be released? What if you take a crystal outside of the building? Isn't it dangerous to have so many in such a confined space? I, the, the, you, you really can't. I, I, we've, I've tried and... Just to show up back I'm, in here. I'm sorry. Do you see? Try to take them. Well, sure. That's kind of why I'm here is to, you know, do some study and research. Uh, it made sense. Try to take a crystal out, and it. I, you can take it outside, but as soon as you turn your, you turn your head, it right back in here. Uh, 
the crystal itself or the spirit? No, the crystal. So, so far, I haven't found any way to release the, the, the spirits. There's no... And what exactly happened after with the crystal? After you took it out, what happened to it? Oh, it is back in the, the room. It just came back by itself? Yeah. All right. Right down. Self-preservation instinct crystals. Dr. Gu- uh, what was your name? Dr. Christian, can you write that down too? You notice that he already has the very large tome at his that was at his hip unbuckled, and it seems to be scrawling on pages in the back. So... You say that there are eight exhibits? Yeah, yeah. Twelve rooms, eight exhibits. What are the other three rooms? Oh, they're, um... Because obviously one of them is the entrance. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, there, there's rooms they, they, they can't put a crystal in there, so they're like, um, like lounges. You know, take a break. How come they can't put a crystal in those rooms? Uh, it's not, it's, there's not a place for the crystal in there. Like you, you, there's, there's a slot in the exhibit rooms. You got to put the crystal in the in in the place. Those rooms don't have a place. You can, I can just set a crystal in there, but it doesn't do anything. It has to be one of the exhibit rooms. That's just the way the artifact was built. You'd have to ask uh, whoever built it, but uh, that should be nice. How are the spirits collected out out and about before they are in, in, put in the crystals? Oh, the the churches have a ritual. Huh. The 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 like so the place has always grown new crystals, and uh, anytime you get a new crystal, if they Think somebody's uh, bad enough? They bring them in here. Bada boom, bada bing. They're in a crystal. So pulled in from the afterlife. Oh no, we got. They got to bring them here. They, they perform the ritual on site. It puts them in, puts their soul or spirit in the crystal, depending on what you personally believe. But um, and then they're there forever. Oh, so they're they're not dead whenever they uh, they do this ritual. They they. Uh, oh no, they they pretty much have to be alive for it to work. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, if that's not the most disturbing thing I've heard all day. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, upon further Where? consideration, that is <laughs> genuinely terrible. That is the most awful thing I've ever. Heard. Are these volunteers or? Yeah. Oh no, no, they, these are these are criminals that uh, that they've decided that really can't do anything else with. You know, they're not they want to imprison them, so they they bring them here. This is kind of their uh, eternal torment. I think is the term that they use a punishment. They're not uh, rewarded with an afterlife, so to speak. They're just they're just here for all time. Yep. And I get paid to keep this place going. Well, I mean, it's affordable. We're getting uh, extra money out of it. So as far as things go from a governmental expenditure, one ritual and you keep turning out money for the city. I mean, that is rather efficient, I, mean, I must say. Depends on how expensive that ritual is. Ah, the ritual's basically free if you know how to do it, but uh, it doesn't happen a lot. You know, there's not, a, but it does happen. They get somebody bad enough, they'll bring him in. The, the churches here don't exactly get along, so getting them all to kind of agree—that's a tough one. But okay. uh, it still happens. But how how bad exactly does it have? To, do they have to be to get this ritual done to them? Is is really my question. Well, t- tell you what, I, I, th- I think we can cover a, a couple bases once down. We can we can sit here and talk all day, but the best thing for you to do is just, like, just go on through. Like, is it set to green? They're pretty docile. They shouldn't be scary. You know, they're going to they're gonna say what they're going to say, and theoretically, they're all witnesses. They were they were here and active at the, at the time of the murder, but, you know, they're all terrible people. So good luck getting them to talk, but maybe you guys, you guys know. So just, like, go on through. You'll understand more. I'll, I'll meet you at the end. The control room's at the end. I'll just meet you there. And once you've kind of done your initial investigation, I'll answer any new questions you got there. I think it's just going to be easier that way, if that sounds good. I I can't help but think that this place really has the potential of being a fine supernatural apocalypse, but sure, let's go in a little further. Uh, what room did this murder happen in? 
Well, I, we don't exactly know. That's part of the problem. Excuse me, what do you mean you don't know? Well, we, we, we found body parts all throughout the museum, so we don't know where, like, it actually happened, but they clearly cut the poor fella out. I think they mentioned something about, uh, tortured him horribly and then strewed his pieces about Oh, the yeah. Love, love. Yeah, okay. he was dismembered. I, I honestly, I, I think there's a pattern to it. Maybe you guys will figure that out. It didn't seem completely random. Uh, you guys, you guys are the pros. I'm, 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 you know, that's not my thing. Do I'm we, a researcher. Do we know if the dismemberment occurred after death or before? Well, I mean, we'd have to find the body parts for that, I believe. Did they leave them around? Well, I mean, the remains. We got the remains. Like, we know we didn't know we're just going to leave them laying there. It's a crime scene. What do you mean you collected them? Uh, that that was that was the direction from the church. I I, I, I documented very well. We, you get to the end, I'll give you my, my documentation. You can have my notes. And a couple of local clerics, uh, they did their initial investigation. They're pretty good with all that. So uh, we got some pretty good notes, but um, uh, we were worried that if we left the, the, the body parts there, like, you know, this place is weird with decay. And by that, you mean what exactly? It happens faster. Like, we recommend if you got any, like, fresh wounds, this is not where you want to be right now. Like, let that heal up. It's not, they're not going to heal in here. So, like, you know, if you, if you bring in... Like, here's the thing. Don't bring in a pastrami and rye for lunch and leave us sit around all day. That's all I'm saying. Like, it just... Things decay faster in here. It's fine as long as you're, you know, good and alive. But dead stuff? Mm, it's rough. So are you saying that if we were to engage, for example, for some reason in glorious battle, and we became injured, which happens occasionally, you don't heal up right? I mean, it's not something we've tested a lot. I've asked, and the churches said no. Something about, you know, ethics. Oh, oh! now they want to get into <laughs> ethic dealing is whenever you want to cut somebody up. But, oh, uh, I know. Tra trapping a soul, that's... Have you dealt with these divine folks? There's, oh, trust me, plenty. I don't like them either. Their, their academic reasoning is flawed, but, you know, they're in charge. If it's any consolation, I'll try to take good notes on, and they'll hand them over to you once we're done. On the off chance someone gets hurt, of hey, course. Listen, my job is to get this place back open. Your job is for the investigation, so the Inquisitor's happy, and we can do that. Got it? Oh, just purely research purposes for somebody studying the artifact. Take all the notes you want, then. But the faster you guys get the job done, the happier we're all going to be. So if you guys just want to head through the first door uh, over there, the, and then you get to the exhibits after that. But head on through. I'll meet you in the uh, control room. Uh, hold on now. You still have the body here. Uh, no, the churches, they, they've got the remains, but I got my notes back in the control room. Yeah, the body would have completely deteriorated, apparently, I guess, yeah. right? If, Fair enough. I mean, when you get done here, if you want to go, the, you know, I can oh, put yeah. you over there. They'll let you... We could get some lunch and then uh, check out the body parts. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I mean, I, I guess that's the, the best option. All right, let's, <laughs> let's go, I guess. All right. Just before we part ways, why exactly are we parting ways? Because I've been through it before. I, which means that it seems to me that you would be a good one to point out anything that was out of the norm. Sure, but I don't want to. I suppose that's why we get paid, well, I. Once again, I just want to bring up the potential for a supernatural apocalypse. I just feel we're heading in that direction. You guys got a job to do? I got a job to do. I just have to be here. So I'll be in the control room, reading a book or something. You guys go investigate. There's no way power could go down and the fences hey, will release the dinosaurs. The We're fine. It's all, it's all good. I mean, what are the chances? Come on, it's the first thing I did. I checked everything out. Everything's normal. Nothing's amiss other than the dead body. Everything was fine. I, but I feel like when you say other than the dead body, that's a pretty big other. No, that's why we called you guys in. Okay. 
okay. I mean, the thing is, somebody else could have done it. There could have just been two people slipped in, one murdered guy murdered the other guy. I mean, I don't know. The problem is there's all these evil spirits running around. It's got everybody all kind of, eh, they, but they can't do anything. It's not the first time I've encountered some spirits, so this shouldn't be too much of a problem, but uh, I still don't like it. But I guess we're here, right? Huh? Shall we go? All right. You guys see him. He activates a little thing, and the other door opens. And as you do, you see him pull out, like, a book, and you get a glance at it, and it's some sort of, like, a, a pulp novel. Basically, he's, like, you're reading a little little Anne Rice or something on the way in. <laughs> you know, he's going back there, kick up his feet, chill out. Uh, that's pronounced haster. So, you guys are going to head on in the next room? Uh, yeah. There is an obvious exit from the foyer into the next room. It's labeled in large, bold letters. Uh, they're etched directly into the double doors. It says, preparation. If you press on the doors, it causes them to open on their own. And once you step inside, they will gently close behind you. Seems to be a feature of the place. This room is adorned with more writings all over the walls. Unlike the foyer, these seem to be more inspirational phrases from many different cultures and many different languages. A spattering of comfortable furniture occupies the main floor, giving the appearance of a lounge of sorts. On the far side of the room is another set of double doors leading deeper into the museum. And uh, that's kind of what you see. That's This is this is the room here. And he had indicated that this was going to be a uh, one of the actual spirit rooms? No, this is this the, is one of the, okay. the non-spirit rooms. This, I gotcha. this is not an exhibit room. Okay. What does he do? Uh, he left. Oh, okay. He I'm didn't sorry. even come into this room. He, he went... Got mixed up. Yep. Okay, and just to clarify, the body parts were only in the spirit rooms, correct? correct. Not in the three rooms. Okay. Correct. Hmm. That, that would seem intentional, you know, if they didn't leave it in any of the, the uh, non-inhabited rooms, if you will. It would make me think that this is actually going to be done by something with the spirits, considering they can't get outside of those rooms. Or alternatively, if it was somebody, they would intentionally leave it in the room with the spirits, but if the spirits can't do anything, then... What if it was the spirits, and they're just playing it cool, you know? They're not letting on that they can actually harm people now, but they couldn't resist. They had one dude in late at night, and they, they just got the better of him. It was too good of an opportunity, so they tore him to pieces and scattered his his parts about because you know they're not thinking logically they don't think always logically and they're undergoing such terrible torment i mean yeah think about it do you like to read a lot about conspiracy theories as well <laughs> no no i just okay you seem like the type no that's, that's why i asked i don't read so. often are you a member of Orcanon? <laughs> hey those guys have some good ideas okay <laughs> jet fuel can't burn steel Okay, actually, I can't remember. What, what is that conspiracy? I don't know. Jet fuel can't burn through steel. Is it, yeah, it's a anyway. melt. All right, jet fuel can't melt steel, yeah. Just want to say a false flag. Yes. And, mm -hmm. So while you guys are, uh, you know, kind of getting to know each other and contemplating, you hear a voice in the room. Welcome, dear souls. I'm very pleased to meet you. Please rest, relax, take a moment to steal your will for the test you have chosen to undertake. I, I will do my best to ease your trial. Who's who's there? Well, hello, dear travelers. It is I. I, I, I who? And with that, you see over on the side of the room, uh, a spirit kind of manifests. She seems like a, a lovely, youngish lady, maybe not quite middle-aged yet. I am Isabella, and I I dwell here in some of these rooms, and it, it's my job to, to help you travelers and, and prepare you for this place. I Isabella? 
Isabella, that's what you can call me. That's what they call me. Now, she is obviously incorporeal in nature, but she is manifest enough that you can see her just fine. Now, hold on a minute. Whenever we started talking to you, you said it is I, and now you're claiming that you're Isabella? Your story isn't matting up. Well, that's, that's what I am called. I apologize for him. He can be a bit eccentric at times. He, he doesn't seem more comfortable. Perhaps you should sit. And then with that, you notice that the chair near you changes its shape. And she's like, this seems more you. And like, there's a different style of chair there now. She's trying to guess what you would prefer. I think his preferred is a electric chair. Or at least it should be. <laughs> I wouldn't say I prefer an electric chair unless we're talking about electrum chairs. Specifically a throne, if you will. That's what I deserve for my kingly stature. Oh, goodness, I, I didn't know we had royalty on this one. This is so fantastic. And with that, she changes the chair to something a little more ornate. Now this is what I'm talking about. Buffet for someone like me. Is he always like this? If you need provisions, I can provide snacks and drinks. I always. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you have uh, some libations so we can steal our wills, uh, you know, before we go in, like you said. Yeah, um... Um, uh, ale? Mm -hmm. um, and with a wave of her hand, there's a little small table that appears. Mm -hmm. And on it are some trays of some cheeses and, and other small snack meats. And, and uh, there's several goblets appear of different wines and ales and even water and some very fragrant teas. This place is great. I changed my mind. <laughs> this place is terrifying. <laughs> That's not stuff that you do easily. How, Isabella, how did you create that? How did you change the chair? It, it is my function here. In these rooms I can make it whatever you guys need. It's, it's, it's what I, why I am here. Isabel, what, what exactly are you? Uh, I'm Isabella. Were you always Isabella or have you had other names at different times? I don't know. I think I've always been here. Isabella is just who I am. You didn't have a life before? You're not like the spirits that are trapped in other rooms? No, I'm not like them. I've always been here. They came later. I have no memory from whatever before is. I don't know that there was a before. You have only had that form for as long as you can remember? I think that's the way you could say it. And you can control um, what appears in this room and I assume the other rooms that are not part of the displays? Oh, yes, there are several places in here in which I am allowed to be. This is one of them. I will do what I can to, to help you when you're in those rooms. It'll, it's good for you to have some, some encouragement, some respite from the rest of this place. It can be a bit much at times, and, and I'm here to, to help balance that, I think. So are, are you just not allowed in the display rooms, then? No, I'm not allowed in the exhibit rooms. I, I don't exist there. Well, that's an oddly specific way of saying that. Don't or can't. I'm not certain I understand the difference. I'm believing she means she's never tried. I... I've tried. I can't go through the doors. They won't let me. That, that's a can't. But that's I, a can't. Good to know. Like I said, it was can't. I'm always right, Mr. Constance. Constance. Isabella, do you were remember all the people that have come through this museum? Do you, do you retain memories of them? 
and, and she stops as though she's she's thinking everyone oh goodness no I, I I just don't have a head for such things but yes I I have memories but it's so long and there's so many and it's just so hard to place them in the right order sometimes okay I, that makes sense if you've seen a lot of people come through but what about recently do you remember a man coming through maybe who never left uh, a man who maybe met with an unfortunate end, uh, maybe came out in d- a different configuration than when he went in. He, oh. he was killed and torn apart. That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, yes, you're referring to the poor elf. He was an elf, you say. Oh, yes, he was an elf. I hadn't seen one. And so, well, I think it was so long. I don't know. The elves aren't common around, even today. But it was an elf. I know it was an elf. I saw him in... in in both places I exist. And, and uh, okay, okay, so further in, in one of the lounge areas? Yes, he passed through there, but, but, but then, I'm afraid something terrible may have happened. Yeah, I, I think you could say that. Um, was he alone? Or was, was someone else with him? He, he was alone by himself. He seemed like a normal, brave tourist coming through the museum. Everything was fine, and until it wasn't. Did he come at a time when the museum was normally closed? I don't know. I mean, had other people been coming through before or after him? Like, oh, like not, tourists? He was the only person in that day, but that's not unusual. Not a lot come into the museum. I can't it's imagine. a lonely place. can't imagine why it's so lovely already. What was he... Uh, did he say anything to you whenever he came through? I think so. I remember he spoke. I remember we spoke. We spoke in a way that I haven't spoken in a long time. What do you mean? We we talked differently. How so? Did he use a different language or? <gasps> yes, that's what they're called. Uh, elvish? Uh, he's an elf then. It must have been. But I don't know. I have no head for such things. I just know I understood him. Um, I want to say to her in elvish, did it sound something like this? Maybe. It all kind of sounds the same to me. I just know I understand it. Like I can read all around the room. So I think you guys see the writings all over the walls. They're, they're etchings and, and signs and many myriad of languages. Many of them old. Some of them newer. Some of them you know. Some of them you might not. The writings around the room. How'd they get there? Was they created with this place? Scrolled by people who came through? They belong here. I think they're reflection. Like a mirror, a reflection of the people who have passed through. So they weren't, uh, they aren't put there intentionally, they appear. Like, you don't see somebody with a hammer and chisel. They just, the words suddenly are there. They become part of this place the way, the way I am. But no, I, I, they, I don't, I don't know if I know the difference. They just are. But nobody maintains this place. This elf that came through, can you show us what he looked like? I mean, if you can create things that appear in the room, can you create an image of him? Was it him? It was a him. I think so. Hmm? Maybe. Are you a him? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He looked different than you. Oh. Can, can you show us what he looked like? Oh, no. I, I'm only allowed to ease your, your troubles and, and soothe your, your pains and soothe those things that bother you. I, I, I have no, I have no other way to, 
to to be to to create. This cheese is delicious, by the way. I, I don't know what. Have you have you guys <laughs> Just tried that? Snacking the whole time. Oh yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. It's good. It should be your favorite. Uh, well, you know, oddly enough, that huh? How, how did you, how how did you know that that was my favorite? In in the same way that you know. Huh. Well, that's not uncanny or anything. This place is terrible. Really. <laughs> The fact that it's reading your mind is what bothers you about this situation. Oh, I'd prefer if you didn't read my mind. There's some things in there that I think you and I would both like not to be seen. Your browser history is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yes, Wants oh, to keep oh. his browser history. Out. Someone must have got my laptop. I don't know what this is. Let's say cremation services sometimes end up being handled like a sandbox for a child. What? <laughs> Trust me. After working with him for this long. It's better not to ask. How do I get out of this chicken shit? <laughs> <laughs> well, you all seem quite relaxed. Are you ready to brave the exhibit? Just, just one more, one more question. D- did the this may be hard for you to interpret, but did did the elf seem happy or upset or excited? Did he act like one of the tourists? Or was he afraid? I'm not certain, but I, I. And, and you see her kind of drift off in, in some sort of level of thought. It almost seemed like he knew me. It, as if he'd been through this exhibit before? Uh, was this the, not the first time you've seen him? Maybe. He's so familiar. Was it like you knew him before? Before what? Before you were here. I was nothing before I was here. Like, did you get a sense of deja vu? No, no. I don't know that I knew him, but I think he knew me. There is no data. There is only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm ready to go in. Um, just let me eat three more pieces of cheese and then I'll be ready. I'm just like slowly sipping wine. So as you guys get ready to leave the room, you approach the set of double doors and etched into those doors is the word Corruption. As Constant, Dr. Constance gets up, he has a tea glass and he slams it like it's a shot of whiskey as he's leaving the bar and just, let's do this. Once through the door, you find yourself in a dark and dense forest. Only the door slowly closing behind you interrupts the scene. Vines grow and reach out to you. Insects fly near your head and land on your bodies. Snakes slither across the floor and spiders climb nearby in trees. Flowers release small clouds of spores and vapors at your approach. None seem quite able to reach you, though. The green crystal seems to be doing its job, but the room raises your hackles and brings to mind the scary campfire tales of your youth. All the ones meant to keep you from wandering alone in the forest. Why are you here? asks a wispy voice. If I had all my power, you would not be so brave. Well, we're lucky that you don't have your power. So anyways, who are you? Coming kind of through the foliage, almost as if it's parting for her, you see what can only be described as the, the stereotypical crone, the old hag, the the witch-like aged visage of a of desiccation that doesn't seem to have any business being alive, but somehow manages to, to appear that way. Mm, yes. Even now, I feel the yearning of power it beckons to you. 
All you need to do is embrace me, and I shall grant to you the power to seize all your desires, the will to defeat those who stand in your way. Give yourself to me, and even death will run from you. <laughs> What's your name, old woman? Oh, sweet child, I am Ember. Ember. What got you, uh, what did you do in life that got you here, Ember? Nothing but my goodwill and kindness. It, it was twisted and turned, but I know you see the real me, for you are such a creature of beauty. If you but come to me, I could, I could make certain that all that you wish, all that you want to be, will be. I have that power. Just, just come to me, my child. How about you come to me? If that is the way you prefer, how shall I serve you? What do you wish from dear Ember? Well, I wish you'd stop being so cryptic and answer some questions for us. Oh, of course, yes. How can how can I help you for I I have so much knowledge, so many things I can tell you and help you with. All right. Well, we're looking for an elf gentleman who came through here about uh Dr. Constantinople. How long ago did he come through here? Constance. And you guys would know it, it's been about a month and a half. It took that long for the four of you to receive your messages and respond. Oh. Oh, elf, of course, that's why you're here. The elf, yes, the elf. He was here. He was here. Yes. He was here, and he moved on. But then he came back. No. No. He did not come back. The evil brought him back. Evil. What What do you mean the evil brought him back? Other than yourself included. Oh, I'm so misunderstood. But yes, there's an evil presence that works here, works against me, turns others against me, tells them such evil, nasty things. It's so, so cruel to, to, to poor Ember. But this evil, it brought, brought the elf back. When you say it brought him back, what do you mean? Like it? Like it escorted him back? It forced him back? Is the evil a presence? Like a a being? Or just a malevolent force? No. No, he brought me the elf's eyes. For my eyes see so much, and this elf had seen so much, and they were beautiful, and, and knew that such eyes would be beautiful to me. So you're saying that he brought them to you because he knew you were such a looker, isn't that it? Oh, you flatter such a dear, sweet soul. Yes, I knew you were such a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful child. My brain hurts me. Your coping mechanism of puns is showing again. It's always how I deal with these things, and it works better for everyone else if I handle it this way. Violent outbursts don't work well anymore. Who am I working for? So, what, was it a, like a physical presence that brought you the eyes, or did the eyes just appear? No, the evil one was here, but I cannot see him. He's so uh, an actual entity, but yet it's invisible to you? Mm, yes. Yes. Yes, that's... you have a good word. What do you know of this entity? What's its name? What's it? Where's it come from? I don't know, only that it exists. Well, she said it's the evil. We know his name. Has, evil. Has it been back? Since it brought you the eyes? It is often here. How often is it is it here? Ember doesn't know such things, for Ember isn't often here, but it has been here since 
since I was given this room once again. Uh, where do you go whenever you are taken from this room, whenever you're put back in the crystal? And, and she hisses and snarls, and she's like, <sighs> Trapped. Trapped. Pain. Misery. They torture poor Ember. I much prefer this. I much prefer being able to see such wonderful people whom I can help and whom I can do so much for. Please come closer, come closer. What, uh, what, what have you done? How have you helped people in the past? I can soothe their wounds and make their troubles go away. I can, I can teach them things they want to know and, and thus they become powerful. I can teach you. You just, you just must embrace me. You say that you're friendly, that you haven't done anything wrong, and yet when we walked in the door, you said you'd have killed us, and that we'd be more afraid if you had your real power. Now that's not adding up. Oh, you're so clever, dear child. It was but a riddle for you. I need to know that you're so clever, but I can see. I can see it now. Your thoughts, though, they're so... They're so refined. I can teach you so much more. Ah, I'm so, so happy that you passed my little test. Now come closer. I have more. I have more. These gifts that you provide people, are they given freely? As in, no cost? All actions have cost. Mm-hmm. And what does it cost them to receive the power or the knowledge or, or those other things you offer? As with all knowledge, once you know it, you can't unknow it, and that is the curse. Is this where you operated in life? In a forest somewhere? This is my home. You're in my humble home. Lovely tarantula over there, I see. I love what you've done with the place. Yes, all my creatures are beautiful, as are you. You must stay. Stay with me. Keep me company. Back on the subject of the eyes. You still got them? No, they took them away. What did the elf say to you when he passed through your room? He said he didn't stay long? He was... boring. How so? He didn't want to interact with you? He had no interest in what I could offer and his knowledge, and it was... It was droll. He passed on. Did you know his name? Since his name? No... He spoke little. Looked at me as if I were just a curiosity, not a person. So, so dehumanizing. How was he dressed? What did he wear? He wore too many clothes. Seemed unnatural. Of course, you see that she's wearing like rags and tatters. Did he have a weapon? A staff? A, a sword? A... He had his mind. And I fear that was his weapon. You think he was a spellcaster? I hate to think all elves are the same, but he seemed to be have abilities, and, and he demeaned me instead of helping me, and coming along, he just passed through as if I were insignificant. Poor Ember, poor Ember. Uh, how did he demean you? He did not see who I was, and he, pa- he passed along. He should have stayed a while. Do many people stay in your room? As long as I can keep them. What do you show them whenever they're here staying for a long time? All of the secrets that I hold. All of the secrets that they hold. And if I'm lucky, 
they stay with me and become one of my friends. With that, she kind of looks around at all little creepies and crawlies and things that are moving amongst the mist and the darkness. I think that's up to you to move on. Yes, I prefer to have approximately about as many limbs as I currently have, no more, no less. I, I don't think that it actually occurs here in this place. I, I think it's a reflection of those who would come to visit her back in the day. I, I can't imagine that the people in this city would be crazy enough to allow folks to come in and if, if she could actually affect them. Oh, of course not. I'm just... I'm, listen, listen, we're trying to be nice to her here, so we yeah. gotta... I, Oh, okay, we're trying to deceive her. I got you. I understand. Okay. So you guys going to move on? Thinking if we have any more questions. Um, The entity, the evil entity, the evil force, is it here? Is it here today? Have you seen it recently? She stops as if looking around. My eyes do not see beyond this room, and it is not here now. I have new entities before me, and you're so lovely if you would just stay but a while keep her ember company ember we would like to stay with you but you, you, you've told us so little about what we wish to know about which is about the elf and what happened to him if only you had more information to tell us ember knows all just stay long enough and i will i will tell you everything you just please sit make yourselves comfortable you glance at my companions as suspiciously a final question, then, Ember. <clears throat> or maybe it's not the final question, depending upon how well you answer it. Do you get the impression that the evil entity is the one that killed the elf and took its eyes? Or did the elf die by other means? Who else would bring me such a wonderful gift as those eyes? You can't return them, can you? I miss them already. Eyes, they'd seen so much. I, I don't think that's... That's up to us. That's more more so they're now property of, of the church. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Please sit. Tell me about these churches. I'd love to know more. Well, I'm not part of the church, <laughs> so I don't really have that information. Fascinating, child. Please, I will bring you up a stump we can discuss. You can teach me and I will teach you. Okay. Come, come <laughs> Let's closer. go. It's a dang shame, and I left my spare pair of eyes back in my other jacket. So you, you guys go to leave the room, and you hear her continue to beckon to you as you head to the door, which is easy enough to get to. Um, and you see these double doors etched into it is the word fame. Now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, as you enter into the next room, you actually enter into a narrow city alleyway. It appears up ahead to twist and turn in maze-like fashion. It's dark, it's eerie. The occasional shriek and odd growl break the silence of the place. A man in worn clothes appears a little ways down the alleyway. The clothes look like they were once a fine suit, but years of skulking and scuffling down the alleyways have worn them almost to tatters. Tell me, do they still say my name? Do they still tell the old stories? Or do they need to know my name again? don't think I actually know your name, so I cannot answer that question for you. I do apologize. Sounds like they need to know my name again. I should go back to work. Okay, that's not creepy at all. 
do I recognize a description of this person mm. from any legal work in the city? And is it a description that would be common among... Does anybody have an appropriate lore skill they'd like to lobby on? How about lore artist port? Okay. And you have uh, legal lore? Or legal. Uh, go ahead and each of you roll them, and uh, we'll see what you guys come up with. I'm looking at a 26 as my total. Yep. 29. Hmm, 26 and 29. So, Gavin, this may seem somewhat familiar. For Artisport has been around a long time. It, it, it's a fairly old city, even by, by modern standards. You know, a lot of tales and stories have existed for a long time. And you recall one of a notorious serial killer that once prowled the alleyways of certain districts in Artisport long ago but whose legend still every once in a while gets brought back up. However, Constant, you do remember this as well because in legal circles, this case is still brought up. Mostly from, you know, legal eccentricities on what little evidence there was and how they may or may not have been able to convict this person because as it turns out, not enough evidence would have come up to make a conviction easy, even though everybody was pretty certain that at some point in time they caught what was known then as the Sully Street Slasher. Now, Jack also knows that Sully Street Slasher isn't referring to a specific street, but Sully Street is an old nickname for the narrow side streets that are common across several of the districts of Artisport. Constance is going to look at him and go, You're the Sully Street Slasher, ain't you? Oh, they do know my name. Aye. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you, Sully Street Slasher. My name is Dr. Jack, but since we're friends, you can call me Dr. Jack's son. Oh, son of Jack. Did I kill him? Oh, probably. You guys would probably both know that the Sully Street Slasher went on an almost decade-long terrifying spree of murders uh, that may have entered into the hundreds even with several high-profile ones. Of, of bodies being found, some of them possibly copycats, and just stymied those looking into it, and, and little evidence was found. But at some point in time, you guys seem to remember that he was caught, but you don't know whatever happened with, with it. Well, I guess that explains what happened when he was caught. Church must have deemed that enough legal evidence wasn't necessary. Hmm. It would explain why they need a prison of this style. Makes me wonder what our friend Miss Ember did to get put in this place. What you do, Sully Street Slasher? It's Mr. Sully Street Slasher. Please, <laughs> put some honors on his name. Mr. Slasher. So, this they, guy gets it. They caught you, eh? How'd they catch you? They caught me, why am I still here? Hmm, are you sure you are? Think about it. These streets are mine. Mm-hmm. And here, you're mine. What happens when you're not here, Slasher? They are you someplace else? Another prison? There's only here and not here. <laughs> I'm not impressed. I don't think you uh I don't think you got the guts. You're the kind of guy who kills a person in in the alley when they're not looking, you know, when they're weak. Have you ever tested your metal in, in a, a fair fight, in a combat, in an open field? Every one of them seen me coming. Yeah. The way I like it. I don't believe it. I think you came up from behind. I think you were a coward. I think you like to slash him from behind when they weren't looking. That's what you are. You're just a coward. Mm, big talk, boy. I'll see you soon. Uh, trust me, I'll sleep well at night. I'm not worried. 
enjoy your time in these sully streets. Slasher, we're not ready to go just yet. We ask, we got some questions for you. Of course you do. And you guys kind of notice that he, because he's kind of half shambling along and he seems like he doesn't look old, but you know, they have that shuffle. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling to walk. Like he's a little weak in some way. Do you have somebody come through here? Uh, maybe about a month and a half ago, walking these streets, an elf? Mm, elf. A lot of people walk these streets, but not a lot of elves. So you noticed him? Yeah, I saw him. Yeah. Maybe did- I killed him. Maybe I didn't. What, uh, what did he say to you while he was here? That one was quiet. But I heard him walking, breathing. Did you, uh, did you talk to him? Did you try to take him out? I let him see me. But he just moved on. Was, was there a part of him that was brought back? Uh, so you know about him then? Yeah, a little bit. Seems I got some competition. Another slasher prowls these streets. Someone you've encountered before? Maybe, uh, some sort of entity? Dark entity? I'm aware he's here, but I don't like competition. First chance I get, I'll take care of him. Have you, have you seen him? Do you know what he looks like? He's good, like I am. Our victims only see us if we want him to, and sometimes I want him to. But your competition hasn't wanted you to see him, from what it sounds like. I'll find him. These streets are mine. So that's a no. It's only a matter of time. Doesn't matter. Okay, so that's a no. Elf can't get away anymore anyway. So that's a no. She's slow in the head. She just keeps saying the same thing over and over again. So you're not going to admit that's a no. Okay, I got it. Okay. (laughs) What parts did it bring back? (laughs) That one, he's funny. Going to enjoy it. But I'm going to miss him a little when I have to squeeze out the competition brought me back the lad's feet can't run away anymore now can he (laughs) so you're saying something was afoot two of them actually my my soul (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Jack the feet how did they get here did you see them brought in or did they they just here one day found them here in the street waiting for me. That one's clever. I'm gonna have to be even more clever when I track him down. So he snuck him past you? Sounds like quite a feat. The guy keeps me on my toes. Yeah, <laughs> if you take over that evil entity, you'll have some big shoes to fill. Oh! How's that? Did I do it right? <laughs> oh no, I lied. Have I got that, was it? Alright. Um, <clears throat> so the elf, huh? Didn't, uh, didn't notice anything about him? Nah, you probably didn't pay much attention. I don't think you probably can size up your victims very well. You probably just stumble upon them. I don't think you got the skills to stalk them. What do you want to know? I saw everything he did. He didn't Uh, stay long, though. What was he dressed like? Uh, What what did he have with him? Anybody? Was he alone? He's by himself. Not a lot are brave enough to walk my streets by themselves, but he was either brave or stupid. Doesn't really matter. Wore pretty nice clothes, though. Traveling clothes. Did he have armor? Was he? Did he have weapons? No armor. Unless he 
was an elf. Maybe it was stuff I couldn't see. Gotta be careful about that magic stuff. It's tricksy. He had a dagger. Had it hid, but I could see it. I know where to look. Yeah, so you think he was a spellcaster then, huh? Someone who dabbles in magic of some type? He's an elf, aren't they all? Yeah, well, when my family used to eat them, we would... <clears throat> when my family uh, observed them, we would uh, see that many of them... Uh, hey, look. Oh, this guy gets it. There's a rat over there. <clears throat> and the four of you, you be staying along? Uh, here with you? Ugh. I don't know. I mean, we could. It's not like we got much to fear. Well, <clears throat> fear is overrated. Fame. That's the ticket. When they all know who you are, when they all say your name, whisper it in the shadows. Yeah. That's it. Is that why you did it? A slasher? You, you wanted people to know about it? Mm. You wanted people to fear you out and about? I wanted them to know. I wanted them to know, and they knew. They all said my name. They'll know it again, too. Maybe it's time for me to go on the hunt once more. Been too long. Well, just come for us any time there, Slasher. Any time you feel you got the stones. Yeah, I'm ready for a fight, Slasher. If I decide to go on the hunt, I promise. You'll be the first to know. <laughs> um, I think we perhaps look for the exit. Yeah. So you guys uh, move your way down the, the the city street towards what you guys can see as the door into the next room as the Sully Street Slasher continues to amble his way down the streets as the, the eerie noises ring through the air. And you come up to the next door. And what's behind that door, we're going to find out on the next episode of the Adventures Vault podcast. Ooh, yeah. Wait. Shout out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. If you don't like what you hear, visit the Adventurer's Vault Discord server and let the cast know directly just what you think of them. And while you're there, listen to the exclusive content to see if it's just as bad. The Adventurer's Vault is produced by Night Owl Workshop, LLC. Now go quick, listen to more before I hunt you down.